Support for the Things Above podcast, hosted by James Brian Smith, comes from the Apprentice Institute for Christian Spiritual Formation at Friends University, whose mission is to provide spiritually transforming educational experiences for churches and individuals seeking a radiant, joyful, Christ-centered life. Learn more by visiting ApprenticeInstitute.org. I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 97. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast to help you set your minds on things above, which is where the name of the podcast comes from, Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Setting our minds on good thoughts, uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, true, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy. Boy, do I know that. And that's why I do this podcast, to provide for me and for you in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell on and set your heart on, and maybe your heart will be warmed, and maybe it'll put a smile on your face. Today's thought from above is this, just say no so you can say yes. In the last episode, my thought from above was, keep it simple, saint. And I pledged in this year to be your mindset accountability partner. I'll be that for you because you are that for me. I promise to keep it simple for you saints, whom I dearly love and appreciate for being on this journey with me. And so today's keeping it simple for my saints thought from above is, just say no so you can say yes. Way back in the mid-1990s, long time ago, Richard J. Foster was my weekly accountability and prayer partner, which, wow, what a great gift that was in my life to have that time with Richard. And one particular fall, I was unable to make it to some of our regular meetings because I had been traveling and speaking a lot. So when we finally did get together, Richard asked me how I was doing But he used a phrase that we started using way back when and still do to this day, which is, so, how is your soul? So Richard asked me that, and then I said, oh, I'm I'm fine. And Richard said, "Mm, are you? Because I'm not sure you are. I said, oh, no, no, I'm fine. And then Richard said, no, Jim, I mean, you look exhausted to me. I can see it on your face. How much have you been traveling, he asked. I said, well, um, let me think. Okay, I've been, I've been gone seven out of the last 11 weekends. And Richard said, that is not good. I said, yeah, but they were all, you know, they were ministry events. Richard said, just because it's a Christian event doesn't mean you should be the one doing it. You know, there are other fine Christian speakers, Jim. God never called you to this kind of schedule. I said, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, they invited me. They, you know, I just assumed that the invitation came from God. Richard finished my sentence. Yeah, I I suppose that's kind of what I thought. Well, Richard said, God didn't invite you because God never calls any of us into a panting, feverish kind of living. He stopped me in my tracks. And then he said, Jim, I, gotta, I want to teach you something that I had to learn, and it's really important. And what he shared with me that day would stay with me forever. 
He got out a piece of paper and he drew a big circle. It was a pie chart. So he cut the circle so it looked kind of like a pizza. He said, these slices represent the time you spend doing things, like time to eat and sleep and rest and work, and to be with your wife and to be with your young son Jacob. And don't forget, most importantly, that part of your time you spend with God. Okay, I said. Okay, makes sense to me. Then Richard said, now here's the thing. You only have a finite amount of time. There are only 24 hours in a day and only seven days in a week. This circle, Jim, is never going to expand or contract. There's nothing you can do to get more time. And you cannot actually save time. You can't save it and spend it later. You can only spend the time that you have, this finite and limited amount of time. Okay, I said, I I get it. Good, Richard said, so we're clear. You get that there is a limited, non-changing amount of time. I mean, he was driving it home, so I said, yeah, I, I got it. He said, good. So now to the main point I want you to see. Every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And typically, the things we end up having to say no to are some of the most important things. Okay, I said, and those things are? Well, he said, time with God typically goes first. Then time with those you love, your wife and your son in your case. And then third, your time for self-care, which is proper rest and exercise and nutrition. And he stopped, and I realized he had just hit a bullseye. That was exactly what had happened to me. Richard said, look, Jim, I'm only telling you this because it was my struggle as well. It's something I have to work on all the time. I know what it's like to have too many good things to do, and that creates a challenge. Okay, okay, I got it. So what's the solution? To say no, Richard said. Specifically, it means to say no to good things. And that's what makes this so difficult. Those speaking engagements were good things. But I believe in your case, they were not the right things. Because when you said yes to those things, you automatically said no to other things. Okay, there's a big point worth repeating. When you said yes to those things, you automatically said no to other things. Okay, I said to Richard, well, but how, how do I know what are the right things, I asked. Well, Richard said that the right things are going to be things like, oh, time with God, time with the people you love, your significant relationships, and time for self-care, time for sleep and rest and exercise. Okay, I, I protested, but look, I mean, doing ministry work is work for God and for other people. It feels like My own time with God and sleep and rest are selfish, Richard said, finishing my sentence again. Yeah, exactly. It just, I mean, it feels a little selfish. It's not, he said. And if you persist in this way, everything will suffer. Your soul, your body, and the people you love. And it will lead to burnout, and then you'll have absolutely nothing to give. Okay, so 
I have to say no to good things so I can say yes to the right things, I asked. Absolutely, he said. Okay, all right, but what about letting down the people who invite me to do these things? People who, you know, have asked me to do something and it's a good thing and they really want me to do it. I mean, won't I be letting them down? Yeah, he said, at first you will. And they will be disappointed. But here's another truth. When you say no to something, you create the possibility for someone else to say yes to that thing. And that yes for them might be very well the right thing for them to do. Okay, I said, I, I don't quite get that. Can you can, explain what you mean? Richard said, okay, so when you say no to a speaking engagement, for example, the person who asked you will then ask someone else. And that other person might not be overcommitted. They might be waiting for an opportunity like this. And God will do a great thing through them. But unless you say no, that won't happen. I was starting to see the wisdom in all of this. Okay, Richard, I dig it. But one last question. Why is this so hard? Well, Richard said, it's hard because you have a heart to help people. And you love doing these things. You love talking about God and God's love to people. That's what you love. So that's good. But there's also a part of you that wants to impress God, that wants to impress other people. And that is the flesh. That is pride. Saying no will help you to put the flesh to death, to help you mortify your pride. Wow, I mean, he was, he was hitting home on that day. He had spoken even more truth. And as I said, I've never forgotten it. And I've shared it with many others that I've had the privilege of mentoring. Many times I've sat down and explained exactly that same principle. I pulled out the paper and did the pie chart. Every, every yes is a no. I've, I've done through that. But I have to confess to you, my brothers and sisters, you are my things above accountability partners, that I have not always lived it. I have not always practiced what I myself have preached. In fact, here goes some full disclosure. A few months ago, I was confronted about this by God in a long overdue time of solitude. I was able to put aside a morning where I could just be with God. And this time, it well, it wasn't Richard, but it was the Holy Spirit who directly rebuked me about this exact same thing. It was as if it had just happened again almost identically. I realized that I had been saying yes to too many good things. And this meant I was saying no to several right things, namely the care of my own soul, some relationships with other people, my time with God. All those things had been neglected. So I prayed. I said, okay, I, I get it, Lord. I, I, I sense this is the leading of the Spirit. And I want, you know, what is it that I need? What good things do I need to say no to? And almost instantly, the Spirit showed me three things that I had to say no to. And just like before, I was concerned about letting people down. I mean, as I looked, as I wrote in my journal these three things, I need to say no to these. 
my immediate next thought was, wow, that's going to really disappoint some people. So one by one, I called these three people who I knew I needed to say no to something that they had been wanting me to do. And guess what happened? All three of them agreed. I was stunned. I thought I was going to get a lot of pushback. I was certain that, you know, there was going to be, well, you, are you sure? Because you, you said this. And, and not only did I not get pushback, they actually blessed me in the decision. And I can tell you, it has made a huge impact on me in just the last several weeks that I've been in living into this reality. Saying no to these things, which were all good, allowed me to say yes to several right things. And that has made all the difference. So, I am keeping it simple, saints. Say no to good things so you can say yes to the right things. And know that God will be with you. You will be blessed in body, mind, and soul, and in all of your relationships. And it will allow others a chance to shine in your place. I hope you join me next week for episode 98. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above.